Hey guys, just a heads up, this is a not safe for work podcast, so keep it in your pants until you won't get busted. <laughs> Orgasmic Terrorist, a podcast about acceptance around becoming authentic within our sexual exploration. Orgasmic Terrorist. Welcome to Orgasmic Terrace. Jenna and Sarah's here. Hi, guys. So we have come to online dating. Yeah. I thought that would be a good episode this week because I have experience. I have very limited (laughs) experience, but I'm sure that I will have a million questions. I do have some tips and tricks, and I'm sure I will have some coaching to throw out of my mouth at all of you as well. We're in for a penny and for a pound this time. Well, I figure what we'll do is I'll just start where I first started online dating and build up from there. And then we can talk about what I've found over the years and maybe come up with a couple funny stories or stories that make you go cringe in the night. Uh, I I definitely hear that there's much more cringeworthy stories out there than success funds. I, by limited, I have two and they were years and years apart. And basically it was one and done off of each of those. (laughs) So I was successful a hundred percent of the time. Although I will say in my newer foray, I, in my naivety, probably, I think my profile was on point, but I think that I had the naivety of, I went to this specific website. And so I felt like all the people were exactly on the same page and very like-minded. And it turns out that no, just like everything else, it's a myriad of different commitments, different whatever. I think you're right. If you go into what they have, now you have Tinder and and Bumble. Those have their intent. Plenty of fish. Field, FetLife, and Adult Finder. And so like they each have their specific forays that you can use on niche markets right yeah tinder is kind of known for smashing like fucking right yes because it's a free one mostly here's my input i feel that a lot of people regardless of where you are economically get on tinder thinking oh it has a that free element and there's a lot of communication i've heard people find dates on there that are legitimate dates my best friend was my tinder date you know, that I feel like a lot more people end up finding cool people as friends right. or fucking on Tinder. Again, I'm saying I feel because I don't know, but I feel like the majority of my friends that have used Tinder in an attempt to find an honest to God relationship, that is the biggest rarity. Right. I struggle with telling people to go pay for a site. I have an issue with paying for dating sites because their whole marketing is to make you pay for it. Not to get you your partner. Yeah, I and feel so like I struggle I, with that. Yeah, I do too. I feel like there's so many out there that you have to. It's like that. I know I shouldn't say pyramid scheme, but I really don't know how else to relate it. Not pyramid scheme in the sense that I get paid if you get paid if they get paid or for whatever. Right. But I feel like it's like a reverse thing where it's I have to pay, but I only get this. But then I could pay this, but then you only get this, and then you have to pay even more. I remember being on Adult Friend Finder with my husband a million years ago now, 12, 13 years ago, and it was free, but you couldn't like communicate with anybody. You could send a wink or a something, but you really couldn't communicate. So you had to double down and go into those higher paid monthly subscriptions. And then it still was like, I fucking paid for this. Like what the... Right. And they do those things... 
that you would get a wink or you would get a this, you would get a that. And then you would go to that person as a connection and they'd be like, I didn't even know you existed. So as the algorithms were sending the, hey, I like yous or whatever, I felt like Field was the same way. Same, uh, same thing with Fling does that too. They, uh, the algorithms do go out and make connections or they make comments and then I'll get these random when I was on their messages. Well, yes, I really think you're hot. You want to have sex? And I'm like, didn't know you existed. <laughs> yeah, I would, it's interesting. I, I hear a lot of that. I do hear a lot more of my female friends and I'm sure everybody knows Bumble is set up around keeping females safe, feeling safe at least. You I, know, like Bumble. Like- I felt that I liked the idea that it would put it in my ballpark. I had to be the one to make the reach out. Yeah. You can connect like you swipe right or left, just like you would on Tinder. Once the connection was made, the female had to be the one to reach out. Yeah. I don't, I have had limited Bumble experience. I think I did try it the same time that I tried field, but I was much more interested in field because it is lifestyle specific, Right. which is the one that you, is Bumble the one that you can put that you would have an open lifestyle? There's one, whether it's plenty of fish or Bumble. I think a lot of them are tenders starting to do that. Uh, okay. Again, I haven't been out <laughs> been on in, it. in a while. Yeah. But I, you know, that a friend of mine is in, she's out there. And so I give her advice and whatnot. And one of the things she said that she was able to put that she has an open relationship or ethically non monogamous uh, relationship. Yes. Field is like that. I know for Field a was, yes, that was where I had my most experience and then kind of caught my boyfriend as like the first person that I, I don't, he wasn't the first person I matched with, but he's the first person that I connected with and I liked him first. So I made the connection, which is yay for me. And then I was already interested. So I'm sure that was probably a little (laughs) bit easier. I know that he's had a ton of meh experience through it. And I think I want to kind of hear about some of that. What are some of your horror stories? I know this is terrible, but I love horror horror stories. stories. Well, first off, I started back when eHarmony was like the only one. Oh my God. Like when you paid $100 for three months. And I had to tell you the story behind this because it's kind of cute. I was helping a magazine have interesting up-and-coming articles. And so I was the designer of that magazine. And my publisher editor said, hey, I'll pay you the $100 to go online and tell us how easy online dating is. He has been married for 20 years when he was asking me Online dating is a new thing. And it was an online dating thing. And I'm like, great. And I just got single when that happened, and I remember going, oh, this is going to be fun. Somebody's paying me to do this. And I could write an article. And in my mind, I thought I would have that. Did you ever watch that movie, Never Been Kissed with Drew Barrymore? Yes. I thought it was going to be like that. Like, you write this beautiful puff piece, and you have this butterfly d- dove thing in the end. And there was this wedding at the end of the road because you met your life match because you heard all these great stories. Now you thought this was going to be your articles ending? Or you thought yes. that this was going to be your eHarmony profiles ending? Both. So this one thing was going to solve both things. Right. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Years later, (laughs) 20 plus years later. Yeah, no. I did meet a couple of really solid people, but never on eHarmony. eHarmony ended up being, it really, I had to face some of my own internal demons. I I think you do no matter what dating profile that you go on. So I don't want to, I don't want to sound like I'm taking away But also with my experience, it was still like a fuck. Like this is how people meet now. And I'm so much better in person. I am too. Like so much better. 
how do you distill yourself into this beautiful puff piece that you're talking about and then seem to be able to follow it up? I can because I like that's who I am. Like I'm not this whole catfishing fucking shit that I hope that you have a horrible story about. I got tons. <laughs> oh my God. But we'll get into yes, catfishing. We'll get into that. So like you were saying, one of the horrible things was I'm not photogenic. I mean, it, I mean, I'm beautiful. I'm a beautiful person, but photos do not capture photos are hard. all of me. Photos are hard. And, it, and I, there's been a couple pieces out there that I was like, this is a beautiful piece of me. And somebody else were like, no, it's horrible. So like even people's opinions of my own photos oh my God. are different. At first, I didn't have the, the self-esteem to put a picture up. I thought in the beginning that you were going to get people interested in you because of what you said in your profile. I learned it was better if you put a picture up because then that way they can make that decision right off the bat whether they wanted to click on it. Yeah. I had a whole bunch of people talk to me. I had some great conversations and I got the confidence up to send them my picture and get shot down. Oh, it wow. was, that was even harder. That was so hard because you made the connection and then got shot down because of your picture. So then I came to terms with myself that the best thing for me to do was put my picture out there. Okay. Fuck it. See me. This is me. This is all of me. And have the confidence in me. And then it was about the profile. So let's talk quickly about profiles before I move on and tell you some horror stories. Got any tips or tricks for writing profiles? So weirdly I do. And it's not because of necessary experience as much as like my coaching stuff and the training that I've done. Always you need to have your first picture from what I understand to be a picture of you. I have many girls that are like, if there's a shirtless photo within the first three photos, I am fucking swiping on the no, like no matter what. No, just don't do that. Dudes, please. And then fish. I heard the similar thing about fish. If any of your pictures have fish in it, just no. Which again is weird because we're in the Pacific Northwest. Fishing is a fucking, it's, you breathe here and you're fishing. So I don't know that I understand that one. It's true. And I've read it in uh, women's profiles. funny. Uh, No, no photos with a bunch of people in them. It is too hard for me to try and figure out which fucking person you are. Don't highlight your friend group. Save that to take them to in person. That's a personal thing I, I my tip and trip to one of my friends was dump all your friends I don't care about your friends on your profile I'm not dating your friend yeah or I'm not looking at your friends I'm looking at you well how do you yeah. figure out which one it is I know one of them it was surprising to find out which one he was all of his pictures were his friends and him and he was not the one I picked that's hilarious so see and then yeah. you can do it so that's dumb don't yeah. do that people you could have I think that builds that illusion too. If you have a bunch of people you're looking at and one is more attractive to you and you don't know who you're looking at and you're making this connection while staring at the wrong person, I don't feel like it's going to go well for the person it's supposed to be there for. Right, right. So I could see that being a problem. With my male clients in my coaching practice, I do, when they are struggling with dating, one thing that I was taught was I have my male clients go on and create a profile as a female and find a picture like a stock photo or something. Um, don't be gross, but find something. I'll ask a girlfriend if you can use it and then have that experience of how men treat women and how gross it can be and then have that experience so you can go oh my god like men do this men say these things men send dick pics immediately and not hey some of us don't mind that shit but yeah, some yeah. of us uh, don't like that too but it's a good tool and I actually did have one of my male clients come back and was like that was 
eye-opening. I cannot believe what you guys have to go through. And he goes, it'll change my whole thing. And he has actually been successfully dating. He's also not looking for anything serious right now, but it did help him understand of how it comes across because it is in general easier for women than men in any scenario to get it. It just is. I agree. I used to not agree. And let me tell you, that used to be a boner contingent with me that I, that that's not true. I literally heard you say boner contingent. <laughs> and I was like, I want a boner contingent too. But you said bone of contention. So <laughs> that's a good one. Okay. Uh, boner contingent. One of the things that I think is awesome though, about the way it is now is that everybody's doing it. So like back when I did it 20 plus years ago, it wasn't everybody doing it. Everybody was forging the way through it. And then there was a lot of mistakes, right? Yeah. But now everybody does it to some shape or form. Everybody has an experience. Everybody has stories. It's the way we do it now. I, and, and I don't agree always. I think the in-person, like you said, is the way to go. Yes, it sounds great to say you want a long-term relationship. Women, we all want long-term relationships. But you're not going to make that with swiping right or left. You're going to make that after getting to know them. Right. Which I think that would be another tip that I would give is connections are great, but holding off in your dating, like when you're first starting to get to know people, obviously you want to text and see if you feel comfortable, but I would kind of put off. It's like that catch 22. Don't make a date too soon. Don't wait too long. There's kind of a honey spot, but I don't want all of your connection to be through texting. Right. It's such a different thing. It's so easy to be faceless, nameless, come off whatever way, either for good or for bad. Right. And then to get there and then you're like, oh, we've talked so much and now we're in person and I've told you every day, all day about my days. What the fuck are we going to talk about now? Right. So I would maybe reserve some of that bigger attempts at making connection until you actually meet in person instead of laying it all on the table. But then should ask my boyfriend how his first date went and I was a fucking mess. So I was like, here's me and here's all my shit and I don't fucking care. Right. How I ever got a second date with that guy, I'll never know. <laughs> Thank God he took it. I'm a lot and I know I'm a lot. And for me, when I do dating stuff, I do push that envelope. I'm just, I'm going to root you out. You can either handle me or not. And there are times where I go a little extra hard on shit. Well, Hopefully in the bedroom, but (laughs) sometimes I'm just like, I don't know. I just, I guess being in the type of relationship I'm in, I guess I don't care that much whether you like me or not. I'm put off in general. Like it, I know this is the way people meet people now is all of these online things. And I just, ah, there's just, it's such a lost thing to meet. You have you. It's almost like you have to do it if you're gonna meet somebody nowadays. You have to, you have to do it. Unfortunately, you do because there's no. It's unless you're in a church or unless you're part of a group. I know meetups are even a good place because you're going out and meeting up with a whole bunch of people. That part's fun. Even munches are fun. Do you know what a munch is? I swear I've heard this term, but please reiterate what a munch is. So in the is. the alternative lifestyle world. They have munches is basically a meetup where a whole bunch of people like minded alternative living meet up and just hang out and have drinks. Yeah, yeah. Meet and greets. Meet and greets. Yeah. And yeah. there's a lot of where we live in Portland. There yes. are a lot of sex clubs and a lot of sex clubs actually will throw meet and greets where it's, yeah, it might be at the club, but you don't have to do anything. And that was the best time. I think that is how when my husband and I were super into the, the swinger lifestyle, I can't stand that term, but whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. 
those were awesome. Yeah. Because you're in the, it's like when in Rome, right? You're in a sexy vibe. You're all dressed up because you want to impress. There's no pressure to perform. You know that you're going to meet like-minded people. It is kind of like being in church. It's like the (laughs) anti-church. But you're all there for the same reason. And then I'm a big social queen. I'm a butterfly. I, you have to know that about me to be with me successfully because I don't have a thought in my head that you're terrified and you need me unless you tell me. So I just, I need social. I go meet all the people and then I bring all the people that I like back with me and then introduce everybody. So it's kind of funny. If I'm with a partner, I am reserved. I'm prim and proper, going to act according to my partner's needs. But if I'm with a group of girls and it's just the girls, I attract everybody. Because whether I say something, yeah, you do. do something, I'm the one that draws everybody in, which is perfectly fine. And then everybody circles around everybody and we're all having fun. This is why I thought, I got a great personality. I can get online and do this online dating yeah. thing, right? Three months into this article writing, I had zero dates and about 20 No, no, you're not enough. No, you weren't it. No, you're not that. And it took a lot for me to go, fuck, this is not the way to do it. So then Craigslist. Good old CL back in the day. (laughs) Missed connections. Oh, all the fun men for women, for men, all the fun shit. Yeah. Let's talk about Craigslist. Pictures. Let's see. Pictures that I love. Look, I used to go on there if I wanted to masturbate, just look at dick pics. God, those were the days. I know, right? I loved Craigslist back then. I missed Craigslist, but I understand why they took it down. I do understand that. I do too, but But, misconnections were funny as fuck. Oh, dude, they were. I met one of my dearest friends on there that, and I had my sister when she moved up to Portland when I was back in California and she was trying to find a hive to hang out with Uh because she's an introvert. I told her to go on there and find Strictly Platonic. Strictly Platonic. Yeah. And she found an awesome group of people that are still friends today. It's fucking amazing. So, yeah. Oh, God. I miss those days. I really do miss I Christmas. did. I I think I might. I sucked have, a lot of cocks on Christmas. Oh, my God. Wait. Culminated into you actually doing it or like in your head while you no. masturbated? No. No, I'm actually. Like, actually, actually did it. That's where I found a lot of my cocks. I did post a couple. I'm now remembering, did post a couple ads on Craigslist for my husband and I back in the day, but was so fucking sketched out by all of it. Like, who responded immediately that I was just like, okay, like, I can't. This is, this no. is unregulated. <laughs> this is like the wild, wild west. This scares the shit So out I put an ad, we'll talk quickly about ads and then we'll move on. But I put an ad on Craigslist and it was for my 20th high school reunion for a date. And I had a beautifully written piece and the scum of the earth came out Aww. to respond to it. it. This one guy reminds me of what's going on nowadays about all the haters online have to post stuff. I'm like, if you don't have anything nice to post, why waste your energy? Yeah, I don't understand. You're not going to change me. You're not going to, what, you're going to feel better because you posted something mean? I was mortified. I did find a date. I ended up dating the guy. He ended up being blue tarp, man. <laughs> yeah, his blue tarp dude was off of Craigslist. It was off Craigslist and my date to my 20th high school reunion. Fucking love this. I know. He was awesome. Shit like Craigslist yeah. is the reason that I am so surprised that you're still alive. Because <laughs> I've heard your stories. We're going to hear oh, some dude. tonight. Dude. Oh, no. Not from Craigslist. But I'll tell you some of my tenders moments. Let me back up. I came up to Portland and I figured... Okay, I don't know how to date in Portland because I'm from California. So when I got up to Portland, I put a Craigslist ad out and then I forgot about it. 
My wonderful niece moved up at the same time as I did, and she found out about Tinder. And she's like, Sarah, did you hear about this app? And she's like, you got it. And she's showing me, my niece is showing me how to Tinder, which I fucking love. That's awesome. And I was like, oh my God, this is meat, meat. Pops, men on the on a swipe. Uh, the meat uh, carousel. Yes, I love. That. Well, okay. So back in the day, and this is also going to date me. Back before Craigslist and before eHarmony, there was a website called Hot or Not, and it was exactly what Craigslist or what Tinder. Tinder and is. I do remember yeah. that. Where you, you just could, went. Yes, yeah, you, you just could, were helping them. Like whatever you just yeah, said that rating. they were, or they were not. Right, and then they got a rating, yeah. and then and it's like thousands of people on there even i got on there i had an eight rating on there i was surprised i didn't ever do it i, I remember did. it yeah I, I was shocked definitely and like looking at the pictures i did too here's my one quick story about hot or not i found out that my boss was on there and me and my coworkers spent one evening swiping trying to find him and we found him shut up and so we had to rate him and he had a really good rating he was the biggest nerd you've ever met but that was my hot or not story oh my god it was hilarious bust him at work no i gave him, him a good rating oh my fucking god <laughs> he was a cutie to me I... but i like nerds when tinder came out it reminded me of that i'm like oh my god hot or not put in the nap look yeah. at my fingertips i was so happy i was like this is juicy I met one of my first dates is now still one of my friends. We met on Tinder and we kind of dated for a little bit, but it just never quite melded as in chemistry wise. Sex was great between us, but it, this chemistry like relationship didn't vibe. So who swiped on who first? So I don't think it tells you it that. It doesn't tell you that? No, but it tells you when you matched. I've fact. literally never been on Tinder, oh. so I don't. So like I've seen people use it. Right. So you swipe right. And if that person swiped right, whenever... Then you match. And then it gives you op- if, opportunity to text back and forth with correct. the platform. Oh, correct. Okay. okay. But you have to match in order to communicate. So what did he, when you guys made your connection, who reached out first? You know, you with remember? him, I don't remember. No, but we're still friends. Well, still something was you. said and done right. Yeah. Our sex was great. We had good times together, but I wasn't the right person for him at the time. Well, that's yeah. fair. I mean, there's... Yeah, That's but I'm happen, not, but at least it wasn't like a shitty thing. Which the funny part is I went on a date with him and then turned around and remembered my Craigslist ad. <laughs> I forgot all about my Craigslist ad. So then I Aren't like, you getting emails every day? But I sent it to my dating profile email. I don't have it. Uh, like you had your yeah. one of your suggestions was to have a separate oh, email. Yes, I do say I, that. I had a separate email for dating. And I didn't, I forgot to go check it in a month. I didn't check it, but there was a buttload of listings in there, quite a few scary ones, but there was two really good ones in there that I went on dates with, but not as good as my friend that I met and was. Well, was your ad on Craigslist looking for a partner or looking for fucking? Can't remember. No, looking for a relationship. A relationship. It was not a partner. It was not fucking. Because I wasn't, I I was still in the closet. I was still like very ashamed of who I was sexually. Was this that we were having sex without people knowing time? Yes. Yes, it was. Gotcha. This was, if I had sex, it was definitely secretive. So I ask again, was Craigslist your secret? Fuck list or was Craigslist like legit? You were trying to find a relationship. I was legit trying to find a relationship but on you Craigslist. Probably definitely got. I didn't actually. I didn't fuck anybody in Portland off of Craigslist. What about blowjobs? Nope. Okay. Nope. Not Tinder. Tinder's been your go too, huh? Well, that, that was what I, what I was introduced to Tinder. So yeah, then, Tinder. So I did Tinder, and I tried all these other ones. I tried the one that was over forty. What was our age? Our era? Our what's that website? It's our. 
I don't, I'm not there yet. Oh, dude. I saw the ones that like over 50. I get what you're saying. Yes. Date within your own age. Right. Don't. So I did that, did that a little bit. I did plenty of fish. I did not like plenty of fish. I had a girlfriend that used it. I was not impressed with her experience with it. So here's the horror stories on multiple websites, whether it was on Match, original Cupid, not eCupid. No, it's not not eCupid. What is is it? it now? That's the one that other that a lot of lifestyle people are using too. Uh, it's okay, Cupid. Okay, Cupid. Yeah, okay, Cupid go. is a well is also lifestyle. You're right. But back in the day, there was Cupid. On all of those, I have been scammed, trying to be scammed financially. You know the it's whole terrifying. It is. It is. I had one guy I did not know. It was back. We're talking back when I had switched off of eHarmony and I tried Match with money, and I didn't want to put the money out, but okay. Cupid had a free part of it that allowed you to get on and communicate as long as you guys kind of matched up or there was a minimal one of you had to be a member basically to communicate. I think that's what it was. Okay. And so I had linked up to this one guy and oh my God, we would talk every night for hours. Talk, I meant email, like pages of emails. Texting wasn't a thing back then because it was like still flip phones. Yeah. <laughs> I texted on my flip phones, bitch. I did too, but I meant it, you wouldn't do pages of flip phone texting. And That's so true. I remember this one guy, I was so in love with his words and how he communicated. And within a week, he told me he loved me. Danger. And Danger then, Robinson. But that was not a thing back then. That was not, nobody knew about them. They red were, flags are still red flags. I know, but back then it was like somebody tells you you're beautiful and yeah. you're like, you. Yeah. So he had to go work out of country. This sounds familiar if you've been through the scam cycle now, but this was years ago. The flags were going off within two weeks, like going, no, this sounds wrong. I'm not going to tell you I love you. I don't, you don't love me. You love my voice. Whatever's in your head, playing the whole. It's an idea. Yeah. You like the fact the way I answer questions. You like the fact that we can communicate. That's great. But there's no way you love me. You don't love me. You love the idea. Right. Right. I like learning about him and everything. But then all these things kept going off. Oh, I had to go to country and bring in my daughter. Why the fuck are you bringing your daughter out of country? And then next thing, his daughter's in the hospital. And then he needs to get his paycheck cashed. And so then if I have my company send you my paycheck. Yeah. So they send me this paycheck that is fake as all can be. And I'm so like, so you actually fell for it for a second. No, he sent me the paycheck. I'm like, whatever. Like you were hook, kind of hook, liner and sinker with, you might've had those thoughts of this is weird, but you were still like along for the journey, taking him for this. Right. Because happening. nobody knew about scams God, at the time. Damn people suck. Well, nobody knew. Right. Like Nigeria right. scams were not a thing. Not yet. No. no Nigerian princes with a million dollars that they only need us to give them all of this our savings. Was, right. Yeah. Okay. This is not a thing at all. So then he turned around and- you are dating yourself i am i know this was a long time ago i took it to the bank i said i don't think this is a legit check because i wanted somebody else to tell me i'm not insane yeah and then she goes no this isn't even a legit account and she goes where'd you get this and i said and so i made up a lie because i didn't want to admit to the fact that i fell for a scammer be embarrassed yeah feel like an asshole right so i gave it to them they took it away and took the envelope away because they fedexed it to me did not send it post mail realize that if they sent it through the post office i could send them through get them for isn't fraud. it fraud but because they went through fedex <gasps> it's not fraud didn't think about that either yeah i went back and i scammed them back 
not for money, but guilt. I said, you almost had me arrested today. You almost had my son taken away from me. And I just laid it on. And I said, never contact me again. I reported him. Then I was skeptical. You have to be in my presence or we're not a thing. Oh, that's an interesting thing to do. I am never going to be, I was never going to be scammed again. Now, of course they tried. One other time they tried to scam me. One guy got me for about two months worth of my time. God, it just, I know. That's why I just, I don't, I, and I think that's why you should have a time limit. Like I get, I don't know, 48 hours is right. Like it kind of have to line up. It depends on where at you're at. You're at in your week, right. I guess. But well, if you can get like on the phone with them, sure. Even yeah. something. Well, we have. Yes, you can yes. do all that stuff now. So I would well, definitely I say anybody asking you for money is bullshit. Anybody that doesn't have a full profile, you need to be leery of. You need to do your own due diligence and not give well, out. Well, now you can take the photos. And... Any of the photos you get, you can take and drop into Google, and it will show you everywhere that that photo is being used. Jesus H, I didn't know that either. That's amazing. You can, there's a lot now that you can track photos. You can see if photos are being stolen, or you can see if this photo is legit. Yeah. So if you take the photo, and I believe if you drop it into Google, okay. I Isn't will, it like, like Google photo search or whatever? Something like that. Yeah. And it will show you where that photo well, is. Well, shit, that's a good idea. Everybody better paint it. Everybody's like, we already know, stupid. Yes. <laughs> well, I know. So it's new but for me. But that wasn't a thing back then. Yeah. You know, it wasn't. There's also a website called pigscammers.com or something like that. Or I'll have to find it. I'll put it in our show notes where you can go and you can take their email address and stick it in there and see if anybody else has gotten their email. It's just so sad that this is a state that everybody has to be so overly diligent with their processes now. It just, I can't even imagine having to do this as a full-time thing, trying to do this dating, especially, so I have a friend right now that uses, you know, the dating apps and he was just lamenting. He's like, I just really forgot how long and how much time you have to have invested into creating new relationships, especially online. He's a single father. Most of them are grown, but some are still at home and it really weighs him down. He has a cycle where he gets really excited and he puts all this energy in and then he's just drained because it it just takes all of your time, especially with four people. You can text anytime. He's got a very high energy high requirement of focus in his job he doesn't have that time so he'll it'll go really well for a while and then he'll crash and he's in he it will be him because he's i'm just oh my god and he feels hopeless about it sometimes it's this whole like you have to put in all of this time and effort and energy i definitely think in your profile be specific Like, I have a job that I don't text during. You can contact me. I'm all game for it. Yes to, like, the 48 hours. Something. A face phone call. Like, I need to see you. I want to see you. I had, we got totally catfished. My husband and I totally got catfished on our first foray into the dating world. Before we started this, you had used that term now. I had one understanding of catfish. So let's clarify your concept of what catfish is, which is true, by the way. I did Google it. Okay, good. (laughs) Is yours, was yours different than mine? Mine was different. Interesting. Well, okay. Mine is, is like any false information that you're putting out there. So if you're using somebody else's picture, if you're using a picture of you that is not recent, and by recent, I mean within six months, a lot can happen. And I don't care what that means for anybody, but have a more recent photo of yourself. 
Um, any There's enough filters out there that you can take a photo oh and get God. happy with it. You can take a photo right now with any of the filters on there that are decent and, and come out with a really good picture. I know. You I can, take all but them. don't use the fucking one that makes you look like you're not who you are either. Come you don't want to walk in and be like, <laughs> no, that's not who you are. Your content needs to be true as well. What do you want? What are you looking for? Who are you? You go out there, put your best foot forward and expect the same in return. I know that it's, I just can't do it any other way. I just don't understand how you think you're going to get away with it. Right. And I can't either. I am that way. And I know a lot of people are that way. And then they get hurt because they run into a lot of people that aren't. Yeah. I'm just saying, put it out there and don't get offense. You have to have a little bit of a rough show can't take every non-connection personally that it's you because they don't know who you are anyway right you're 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 behind a screen you're behind a wall and it's like trying to meet somebody behind a wall is the hardest thing in the world you know so it's just and don't have high expectations as in you're not going to meet the love of your life online tomorrow you may meet a person tomorrow that could potentially turn into the love of your life, but it's going to take time and energy. So we're saying marathon, not a sprint. Correct. Okay. What is your version of catfishing? My version is that would lead up to money. So it was like the scam. Yeah, well, they have that whole show, Catfishing, right. which I have never had the, I guess, pleasure of watching it. I think I'm stunned more that it happens so much that there's a show about it. I just don't. Again, you don't have healthy boundaries around your dating then. If you are going months, there is something to be said about emotional affairs. And that's not sex. But you can fall in love with the idea of somebody if presented that same person over and over. I just think people need to be really aware and have that in their head. It's so easy when you're already out there and you're already trying to match with somebody, meet with somebody, start this X, whatever that looks like in your life with somebody. And if you find that they're just not responding in an appropriate way, or they're the, like the love bombing, or it gets intense. And then there's no, every single time you try and meet up, there's something that happens. Like that is how that show happens. Also, don't date outside of your damn territory. If you're going to go and do a Tinder thing, go do a Tinder thing and be like, hey, what's up? I'm in town for this night. Like, just put it out there. People are totally down for fucking nowadays. I think that would be the better way to go. I have in my dating, well, sorry, I don't have any dating profiles anymore. But when I did, like my last one in field, I had like a, I think it was a 50 mile radius. And the only reason that is because Vancouver is kind of right there and it can take, it can be 50 miles wherever that is. So I like Vancouver from Portland is like my, and that circle that you draw around your little compass protractor thingy. Mm -hmm. That's my thing. I was really fucking bummed. There was a really great guy. We had a wonderful connection. Amazing. Lives in fucking Bend. So for people that don't know Portland, Ben is four hours away. Yeah, not, it's not a thing. And right. I even had it, Field has this thing where, and I don't know if all apps do, obviously, but Field has this thing where you can put how far. Perfect, yeah. So why the fuck was this guy that lived 300 and something miles away it even presented? We were both bummed, but we got to have a good friendship. And I fully support him. It sounds like I'm one of the few people that do in his kinks and... 
I like to be an ear for him. I, I don't talk to him very often, but every once in a while, it's like, hey, how are you doing? I was just thinking about you. What's going on? But just be cognizant of that shit. So I'll give you my catfishing experience because I feel like my husband and, and I definitely experienced that. This was 13 years ago. We were brand new to the open relationship, ethical, non-monogamy. Didn't even exist in that term for us back then. We used um, adult friend finder. And again, you have to pay to play type of thing. And so we had seemed like we were getting all this interest from people but you can't do anything unless you buy. So I was like, fuck it, we'll buy a month, right? We're both online. We'll buy a month and we'll see how this goes. Immediately meet a couple. Pictures are hot. Our pictures are banging. We're texting. I'm the one that does all the first stuff. I'm the extrovert. So I'm texting and talking to the husband who I felt was like putting the extrovert. The yeah, putting it. the energy. But we all four were... I think they had a joint account. We had a joint account. So it was anybody could check what we were writing about. It wasn't secret or anything, but it was literally, it was about a month. We went back and forth for a month. And then finally it was like, Hey, we have a kid free weekend. You guys have a kid free weekend. And they're like, absolutely. And again, being so new, we didn't know all the things. We didn't have any boundaries. We didn't know we could be like, Oh, no, no, we're not. We're not doing this. They were from way down. I think they were from Staten, which is an hour and a half, basically, to where we live. We were going to kind of meet. We decide they're going to come up into the Suture and we meet at Claim Jumpers and we're nervous. They have been in it. They tell us for 10 years. They're the veterans. I feel like we got groomed a lot. Right. In a weird way, because they were also like, hey, you do need to have boundaries and you do need to have this and you do need to have that. But it's not something that you think about until you're actually in right that moment. Right. So show up and it was midday, wasn't too busy. And we're like, oh, they're already here. Show us to our table. And the waitress sat us at the table. And my husband and I were like, who the fuck are these two? Who are these people? These aren't, these are 10 years ago, those people. And I mean, a hard 10 years ago. I'm not talking like wow. Wow. I have been on my own and have uh, gained 10 pounds or whatever. This was like, you are literally 10 years older mm-hmm. than the people in the photo. Your looks are different. And then it's an immediate, for me, it's a distrust. I don't, tr- why would you do, like, how do you avoid I don't know how Not, I would handle that. I mean, I we literally went through with it. Like, they came to our house. It was the first time we ever had sex with another couple. It was terrible. It was awful. Yeah, but we see, didn't know that scared. we could say no. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, we felt obligated. They came an hour and a half, all these things. And literally, she in real life looked like my husband's ex-wife. And he was like, no. Let me tell you, they went the extra mile. They were very understanding. They were very supportive. They were all the things. But both my husband and I were like fucking through it because we didn't know that we could have been like, hey, motherfuckers, this this is not right. This is not. And it just never occurred. And I think I'm still that way. It just never occurs to me that people will just be shitty. And it put us back. I think we immediately got off of there. We had one other couple, which ended up being a long-term thing for us between the husband and the wife, launched us into our amazing core group of friends that we have now. And these are relationships that have lasted for 13 years. But that one thing, that whole experience was so gross. It was violating. Right, right. I have rules of online dating because of that, because I, like you're saying, boundaries. I put rules on myself. I put rules on our interactions. 
one of my rules was that I would always meet people in public because yeah. I didn't want them. One, I had a son at home. So my rule is always in pr- public. Rule number two, I'm not going to spend hours and hours online anymore texting and emailing you and everything. I'll go to texting and then I go to a phone call. I want to hear your voice. Now, I know that with the way phone numbers are nowadays, you can get a Google number and you can get a WhatsApp number and be and I'm going to be out of America and still be a scammer. Yeah. So I do understand that that's a possibility, but I still want to hear your voice. I want to get to hear the inclinations of your voice. If I can't hear your voice, it's going to be really hard for me to meet you in person. See, and I think if I was to ever do this whole nightmare thing again, I want to see who I'm talking to. I am for reels, a signal, WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger. I have an Android, so FaceTime is not a thing. Right. But I have Zoom on my phone. I'm a coach. I use it all the time. I need to see you. Right. I think I would insist on seeing you. I'm, I am a body reader. So my boyfriend got really lucky. Like he called me out of the blue and I was like, oh my God, his fucking voice. A. <laughs> oh my God. And B, we had been talking for a couple weeks and it was so easy. And he called me out of the blue. I think we discussed maybe meeting up, but it wasn't a thing. He just had a really horrible date the night before and we had hit it off so well. Sundays were normally his chill time. And he was like, fuck it. I want to meet this girl. And I luckily got a phone call and luckily was like, yeah, I'm super down to meet you. And so your voice turns me on. Oh my God. Well, and then everything he had to say too. Intelligence is a thing for me. Like Mm -hmm. sapiosexual is a thing. I need an intelligent conversationalist. I need a dork. I need a nerd. I need a Harry Potter fan. I need a a lovey-dovey. There's requirements for me for sure. And I don't think that you can adequately relay that through all the texting that you do. Also, I was so lucky, I feel, in our communication, because though we did text a lot, mm-hmm. it was a broad spectrum of conversation. It wasn't just, hey, hey what are you wearing you today? Doing? What are you wearing today? <laughs> You're hot. You're set. Yeah. It's none of that stuff. So we still had a lot to say. We still had a lot to learn about each other. And see, I haven't put those boundaries on myself, too. Don't talk about sex until after you met him. Well, I played all the games, and that's what they were with yeah, me. They, they were my are. games, my mindset, so that I can get through. Because I wasn't happy with who I was. Yeah. I mean, it was showing me where my flaws were in myself, where I had my Like, no hiding from it, right? Right. Is that what you're saying? Well, I think I had to face my own inadequacies in myself. Like, what I thought about myself. Basically, my own self-talk. But do you become secure by doing that in yourself? Do you face your demons and say, okay, this is I what had I feel? To. Okay. That's what I ended up having to do. Like, I played this game until that game failed. I played this game until this was realized. Then, fuck it. But this is where you've come up with all your right. rules, right? Well, those were all the rules. And uh, I still throw them out. Okay. Then it still came down to the fact that online dating was not a successful thing for me. I have a story. My sister was in a lesbian relationship for four years. And then she goes, you know, I think I'm finally missing dating and I'm missing maybe the male energy. I think I want to date men. Will you teach me how to online date? I said, great. I showed her match.com. A week and a half later, she met her husband she has now. (laughs) God damn it. And they moved to Portland. That'd be really hard it's, to watch. No, I mean, I'm not hard in that sport. No, not me, like, I, don't, I think that yeah. you're very happy for her, oh. but to have, to just 
be vulnerable and say it's not a successful thing for me. And then to have a woman that's in a lesbian relationship for four years and be like, I think I want some dick now. And you're like, great, me too. I've been wanting dick forever. And then a week later, after you put in your energies, God bless you, first yes. of all. Obviously, that's who you are. And I love you, love you for I that I mean, they stuff, didn't get married still, right away. But no, they, but it still yeah. kind of is, but what the fuck? Exactly. Like, what the fuck is wrong? Like, what exactly. the fuck? So I totally understand it. I think... And she followed all my rules, except for date two. She ended up going back to his house and fucking. Which is super funny because that was not her personality. That was my personality. (laughs) She's channeling you. So somehow she channeled me. My other sister and I were close to calling the police. Because she wasn't answering. She's not like that. Yeah, because she wasn't answering her phone. This was not her. The second she arrived at his house, she turned off her phone. She didn't turn it back on until she got in her car and was heading home at 2.30 in the morning. I was in my car driving to his house because I I gave her Google Maps. I was going to (laughs) say, I (laughs) wanted to talk about safety stuff too in in a minute. Not now, but yes. So that was, that leads me into that safety. When I set up one of my rules was that my sister always knew where I was going to go. Somebody should. But I, I broke that rule many times. The fact that you're fucking alive. I'm telling you, I feel like you get you. This is what Sarah gets. Sarah gets alive or Sarah gets to meet the guy. I don't know that you get both in the same thing. Where I wanted to go with the safety thing was, is because I had a scary moment. I met a man off of Tinder and our conversation was great. Our intellectual conversation, we did phone conversation. Our Tinder has a GPS finder on it. It tells you, oh, he's within a mile of you. We're really excited and had all this energy to go meet. Well, was he excited for murder? Well, here's the thing. In our conversation, he tells me all these positive things about him, which is great. Then when it came down to the hard things, I'm like, okay, let's go meet somewhere. And he goes, well, I got to tell you, I'm not working right now. And I don't have a car. So then you get to the meat of it. He was like, I'll just come to my apartment and we'll watch a movie together. And I had all these bells and whistles all going off in my head going, don't do it. I shouldn't have done it, but I did it. Why? Because I think I was in that moment of horny. No, because we weren't going to have sex because I'd already put a rule. There was no sex. Do you think that anybody believes people when they say that? No, I put it that I wasn't going to have sex with anybody and I was good about it. I I wanted to meet this person because I wanted to see what their energy is because as soon as their energy and my energy connects, I can tell you whether we're going to be friends or not. Yeah. You know, and and so I was like, I really, something, the flags were there. I should have just read into them. But the conversation was so good. It was good. And the hope was there. I had a lot of hope that I was going to find Mr. Right just a mile away from me. Yeah. That I was going to find somebody that was just going to sweep me off my feet, but yet didn't have a job or a car. So I had all this hope. I showed up at his apartment. I met him. There were things about him that I didn't know. I'm not going to bring him out. Like, things I wasn't attracted to about him that I... Like, physically? Physically. I think that's okay to say. Yeah, I was like, okay, I'm going to give him my energy. My energy to the moment. So, we went into his room because he had a roommate. Did so he we, have a roommate? You keep he making had a room. air quotations. Yeah, I hate make air quotations. Did you meet the roommate? I didn't meet the roommate, but we went into the room. That's where the TV was. And we watched the movie. We're on his bed on the floor, which is okay. Sure. But I was uncomfortable. My back didn't like being... We were like... Yeah, 45 degrees to the wall and my back started hurting really bad and this guy was really clingy as soon as we got on the bed he was like on me his hands were literally around me and I was enveloped by this person's energy and physically was it like snuggle energy or was it like Mm, rapey vibe rapey vibe okay that's a problem and I just was totally turned off I was like I need to get out of here 
So by the time the movie ended, which was an hour and 23 minutes, I counted the minutes. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was bad. Oh, my God. I needed to leave. And I said, look, I was having back pains earlier today. I need to go home and take a pill. My back is spasming right now from your bed. I just need to go home. And I am so sorry. Can we just plan to talk later? And he goes, okay, fine. But you can't leave yet. Yeah. I'm like, okay. He goes, well, sit right down here. And he made me sit at the computer and change my Facebook status. What? From single to in a relationship. Shut your fucking mouth. With him. No. Or I couldn't leave the room. Does he not understand that the minute you get home, you can change it again? Oh, I did more than that. I said, I got to go. My back is really hurting me now. It's going to take everything to get home. So fucking terrifying, Sarah. So then I get out of the apartment, luckily. And he walks me to my car, kisses me goodbye. I said, okay, I'll talk to you later. I got to get home. I got to get this medicine. I get home and I do take a medicine. I immediately change my Facebook status and block him. Okay, to be fair, that you could have lied the whole fucking right. time, and but I'm still, I, like, supportive of that. I feel like that's a weird thing to say. But I know, it was okay. me. In the back of my mind, I'm like, I'm not trying to lie I'm to you. I'm not lying to you. I'm just scared for my life, but I'm going to just say that I'm my back hurts. But I wasn't lying because my back hurts. It's the ridiculous shit that But we it was true at the same time. It was like, oh, my God, I need to use everything I can to get out of here. And so they did. I fucking terrified. Yeah, I did. So I get home, do all that. By the time I got home, message on my phone from my sister was like, how come I don't know anything about your life? <laughs> uh, so I'm like, holy shit. I, I literally just uh, survived a fucking murder. Give me a second. <laughs> I'm like, I haven't even been able to get him off my Facebook fast enough. Please don't break that rule. Meet in public first. Never, ever break that rule. <laughs> Meet in public as much as you feel you need to. Yeah. Do you know what I found is a really good one? Uh, if you're on a date and you're at one location and you like them, ask them to go to another one. Go to another location. Why? Because it sometimes when you first meet, you're in that like umami, yummy, like this is all going well, right? But you're in one mm-hmm. solid state of being. Right. So I like to be jolting and be like, I really like this person. I want to see if they're A, are you game to go to another place with me? What is your response to that? How are you going to handle that? And then I like to see if the energy remains flowing through getting a lift together or seeing who's going to drive who or walking to the next space and then having this whole other experience see, at this I, other space. That's funny you should say that because I always like to, what I get, as you can tell, unfortunately we're not videoing these yet, but I move my hands a lot. And so when I'm, when I'm trying to focus on somebody it's easier to walk and talk to me. Yeah. My body's doing one thing and I can focus on what they're saying. I generally will go, hey, oh my God, all this energy. So let's go for a walk. And so I love walking around. Some of my best dates have been walking around Portland. Yeah, I think that's amazing. I think there's a whole other thing that comes about when you are involving physicality. And I'm not talking about sex. No, I know. I know we normally talk about sex, but physical activity Along with communicating, it's your whole body is involved. So I like that for that reason, as I think it it relaxes some areas and engages other areas, and it gives you this whole other perspective. This this dating service because I came up to Portland. I didn't want to do online dating because I was done with online dating back in California. I'm like, I got to do something new, and there was this dating service that you paid about three thousand dollars for. I had another girlfriend do that. I just recently found out, and it was awful for her. Yeah, it was awful. You get nine dates for $3,000. What the fuck? So, can I ask you, because I obviously have never, 
When you pay three grand for how many dates? Nine. Nine dates. Like they're giving you nine people. Yeah. That's just this. They match you with nine people and then you still have to pay for the dates. Yes. You still have to pay for all the stuff. Yes. Fuck. Oh. And no sex. They and no re- sex. They you encourage cannot. you not to have okay. sex with the person, okay. with the people and the first date at least. <laughs> okay. Sure. <laughs> so I had nine dates. The ninth date I did have sex with our second date, but. Fuck after eight people that you didn't have sex with and fucking three grand later, I'd fuck whoever too. Yeah. And I had a really good experience with that to a point. I didn't get a match because either I wasn't enough. They didn't show pictures. It was all about them taking what they know about you and what they know about them. They were professionals and they mixed you together. And I met two very narcissistic men that were focused on themselves and all about their penis. I'm not in that interest at that point. Well, yeah, you were looking for love. And then I met one really wonderful father who ended up telling them that I was all about sex. Oh, boo! And I'm like, oh, boo! What? That's terrible. And I'm like, I know. Okay. So then that got told to them once that I was all about sex. And which is funny because we didn't have sex. And then the last guy, the very last guy ended up being an awesome guy that I enjoyed talking to. And we went out on a couple dates. He took me to his Christmas party for his work. And after the party, because we got really drunk, we had sex. Nice. <laughs> but then you both were like, now? Well, and then it just wasn't a fit. We weren't compatible in a lot of aspects. Jesus. So, so out of the, well, I mean, you met your partner days. now. Out of my nine dates, I hadn't had my sexual awakening. Right, right, right. right so this was all pre- previous to that. It was actually at the tail end of all those dates that I realized something's off with me that I needed to address first. Okay, fair. And so I decided to fuck my way through. Uh, <laughs> I would <laughs> say <laughs> people. Like, fuck it. At this point, I just need human contact. I just want fucking I orgasms. I need a big dick. <laughs> Not even a big oh, dick. Dude. I just need big dick energy. Whatever yeah. that looks like, like yeah. that's what I would need. So that, the funny thing, the reason why this podcast is named what it is was because of one of those men, big dick energies, still one of my dearest friends. We just had such great energy together. And he was one of my fucking my way through dicks for a time. And when I told him I was writing a book, he goes, what is it called? Life and Times Over No Grasmic Terrorist. And I'm like, oh, is that where our name came from? That's where our name came from. Oh. I'm like, oh my God, I love it. I met him on Fling. This is when I decided wait, to. Wait, wait, wait. You need to address yeah. this. Oh, yes. I literally just found out that the name that we are under, <laughs> Orgasmic Terrorist, this podcast that we are second season in, came from a date. Came from an off online Tinder. Fling. Off of Fling. Which is a hookup site. Solely oh, a hookup site. Shouldn't I have known that? I think I said it in the first episode, but it might have been in the first episode so before mm, you. You were talking. Yeah. It wasn't me. How dare you talk about oh, prior Jenna. I know. Prior to Jenna. There is no prior Jenna. <laughs> Dude, it's all Jenna says. <laughs> Genitalia back in the first episode, if yes. you were paying attention. Yeah. I went on Fling. Okay. I had gotten... Another f- dating app? No, it was a hookup app. It's just... I found it on porn.com. It was one of those little side ads. And I clicked on it and I said, oh, what's this? And it gave me a free membership, free silver level. I don't know how I got it, which means every time there's an opening and they're like flash, whatever, they put me up there. Is it your opening? It's about my opening, I'm sure. (laughs) And I had fucked my way through that website. This is what I hate. As a coach, as a human, this is what I hate. I don't like so much evil has come from this bypass of texting and fucking all these dating. Like you don't have to put in the work. You really can sit back and just be whatever. And like the self-esteem hits. Everybody is so 
instant gratification. Now I live my life or had for a long time in instant gratification. And I will stand by the fact that's not really a necessarily healthy outcome. Well, it isn't. But what ends up happening, at least for me, it allowed me to overcome my shame. I can see that. I got really healthy boundary building because guys want to have, you know, no. Well, please, just a little bit, just a tip. Whatever fucking lie they wanted to tell me. No. What, what else? Just you know, like tip and <laughs> anal. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, that's the part that it better be hurts. the tip of your pinky if that's what you're talking about. There's no just the tip and anal. <laughs> there was like all these boundaries that I learned about myself. I also found out what my sexuality was. Like what I really liked, what I craved, what I needed, where my orgasms. Like I didn't live in shame anymore. So sure. therefore, when I came out of it, yeah, I still have some things that, that I'm working on. Self-esteem issues or... Um, I just hate that you had to... I mean, I've, I'm of two minds. Okay. I hate that the nastiness that you got pretty much daily over things while you're trying to be vulnerable and out there and find your person. Mm-hmm. I hate that you got all that stuff. I hate that everybody gets all that stuff. I fucking hate it from people that have, I mean, I just, it's so rude and so cruel. And I feel like this is part of why society is so depressed all the time. You have this immediate thing where you think that you connect to somebody and they're like, you're disgusting or uh, you're not my type or you need to be six foot five or you're fat or, or, or like I fucking hate. Oh my God. I love it. It happened for you. I think it's hilarious that you said you're fat. I was told that I'm fat, that I'm curvy. So there is a dating site. It was all about curvy women. I was told I wasn't fat enough. You can't win. You literally can't win. Like, this is what I don't understand. This is, like, you can't. This is online dating. This is why I absolutely, you're right. But it permeates everything. It does. It just, it does. If you're white, you're not white enough. If you're black, you're not black enough. If you're Hispanic, you're not Hispanic enough. What is the need for people in society to be so disgustingly cruel? You're right. Why do you get out of it? Why are we so driven by cruel? now. I don't understand it. And I hear it all the time from my clients. I hear it from what they're going through. And to be a coach and have to support and help people through is my pleasure and honor, first of all. Right. But it can be very heartbreaking. It's to heartbreaking. Hear people go through this shit. I'm going to share a sad story. No. Okay. okay. And it's important. I want to point out that men can be scammed. I know we've talked about A maybe. thousand percent. Yeah. I want to make that very clear yes. that this conversation is between two women. It's always going to be two between two women unless we have a male guest star. We are not blind to the fact that this shit happens to men. Right. All, as but much, I also wanted as you women. to point out that it's differently with men that I've noticed. There's another scam out there that I didn't even know about because I wasn't privy to. Well, yeah, you're a, not a man. Right. Okay. My adult son on the spectrum is always looking for love. And I love that about my son. He wants to have the love of his life. He puts himself out there every now and then. He does it on Facebook or he did it on, what was that one? Yearbook was one. Oh my God. I forgot yeah. about the yearbook, yearbook. app. The yearbook app. I didn't want anything to do with my hometown. Well, yeah, but it's beyond that. It became a dating thing. Seriously? Yep. I know. Sad. Never. Ever. Ever. Look, I love the people that are listening that are hometown know Jenna from Jenna Inception. (laughs) I literally would not date any of you. I love you, but no. (laughs) I love you, but no. No no hometown shit. Yeah. Peace out. Thanks. Love you guys. Miss you. God. I'm bringing this up because something happened to my son. 
So neurodivergent specific adult. Yes, okay, of so course. Very important to point out. Very important. He has been talking to a girl on Facebook and they start chit chatting and somebody he didn't know right. out of the blue right. messaged him. Right. And they struck up a conversation. Correct. Oh, fuck. Right. Which is another source for scams. Yes. But so he started talking and then they exchanged phone numbers. She was supposed to be like, we were in Beaverton. She was in Hillsborough. She was supposed to be close. Now, as a mama to a neurodivergent adult, how loose is that? Monitor? Yes. I don't monitor it. I monitor his money. I let him. I think that's great. When he has an issue, then we talk. He does feel comfortable enough to come to me. Which is awesome. Talk to me about, and this is the way we've always been, come to me, but I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm going to give you what I suggest, but it really well, does. Conversation. Yeah. Okay. And then Mama Bear is going to go have a drink afterwards, but we'll right. explain why. I went up with my mother, went to go take her to do errands, and my son was home, and I get a phone call. And he is in tears. He is scared for his life. Tears. Um, what the hell's going on? He goes, Mom, they're calling the police. What? And I'm like, what? What? What's going on? He goes, I was talking to a girl on Facebook and I exchanged a new photo with her. Oh my God. No. Okay. And her dad supposedly called and said she is under 18. Oh my God. But her Facebook said over 18. It is definitely a scam. And this has not happened just on Facebook, but it's happened on others. Let me back up. So basically the scam is, is that she solicits sending a picture of his penis He sent a picture. Then they called back and says, we're going to hold your penis ransom. We're going to call the police because you've now transmitted photos to a minor. Oh, my God. Well, for one, that is illegal. That's called blackmail. It's still super terrifying. And so we talked it through. Now, I did research right after he talked to me. I made sure that I was saving the right thing. But there, the fact that she solicited, he has evidence through text messages, which will send me first. To send the picture. Mm-hmm. Fucking terrifying. But the fact that they threatened that she was under 18 and that is now tr- considered child pornography. Yeah. Or, or and well, child enda- endangerment. Yeah. It's predatory. Right. Yes. They uh, wouldn't be calling them and saying that they would be going to the police. Now they asked for 700 bucks. Of course they did. I told my son, we're not giving them a dime. I want you to block the numbers right away. I want you to go back on Facebook and report it. Mm-hmm. I want you to block them on Facebook right mm-hmm. after you report it. You're going to protect yourself that way. And I want you to take screenshots of all the times when she asked for a picture. Yes. Okay. So if you are sending dick pics to to women. Or pussy. It goes or both pussy, ways. But yes. You need to be aware of it. Even though they say they're of age, they may try to get money that way. I'd never heard this before. I was so angry about how somebody could take advantage. Oh God, that is so upsetting. And so that is another scam out there. It's pictures, money, get money out of you. Any which way they You know, you. in this day and age, everybody wants to be a fucking lazy twat. And by that, I mean, we just want to do what we want to do and we do not do our due diligence. So anybody that is using any sort of platform, probably, I'm not going to say probably, I'm going to say you need to look up what liabilities are. Now that you're hearing these things specifically, know what you are in for if something like this happens. Right. Because that's absolutely terrifying. And your son, the trauma that it inflicted on him. Well, he then you and the like the whole we thing go is back. Awful. We go back to center. He says he'll pull back and he'll go in his cave for a little bit, and then he'll try to reach out again. 
He's had other episodes and he now knows he doesn't have to freak out. He'll shut down and block them and everything. He's had it happen, I think, two more times. Yeah. And I keep telling him, stop sharing your dick pic. Dude, I know. And then the other part of it is that recently somebody tried to get him to set up a bank account and to cash check. They're trying to get you to cash check. I mean, I fucking fell for it the other day and it was not even that. It was, I'm trying to sell an armoire. Anybody need a vintage armoire? I have a beautiful gentleman's cabinet. However, I put it on Facebook and I got this thing from a chick and she was like, just for my safety, because I'm a single female, can you give me your cell phone number? And then it was some weird exchange. Yes. Yeah, the pen. And I don't do it. So I gave her my cell phone number and then I was like something like there was an internal alarm going off. She said all the things like I'm a single female. I don't know who you are. This is for my safety. And I was like, you know what? I respect that. As a female, I get it. No, no, it was a scam. And I was like, son of a bitch. I fucking fell for it and gave her my cell phone number. That was terrifying enough for me. I don't ever list my address on those things, but it's just, that was a nominal thing. Right. But I still could have had a gang full of people show up and rob me at my house. We're talking about holding people hostage over a dick pic that was solicited or whatever. It's just such a fucking nightmare. I don't know how any of us have anybody anymore. I really don't. I don't see how people meet anybody anymore. I'll, I'll go back to bars. If I had to I date again, to. I'll go sit at a bar and I'll flirt with the guy at the end of the bar, barely holding it up at this point. <laughs> at least I know where he's going to I know where to find him. He's holding up the bar. You know? A thousand percent. You know, it's just, like, I, I, how do you, how do people overcome I, and still want to do this and just be, it, it adds that level of leather to you. We're, it's just so fucking normal that you don't even fucking care anymore. And I don't think people truly understand the trauma that they are imbibing every time this happens. I get it. I get it for you. You're a tough skin girl now. You can handle, you got your boundaries, whatever. But there's trauma in all of that for you. Oh, there is. Like, it's terrifying. I think about it because like, we, we were talking about traumas and different types of responses and I was thinking about even with my partner and responses, he'll start having an issue and get being difficult. And my first thing is, okay, bye, because you're going to leave me. I know you're going to leave me. And I immediately push him away versus I really feel like holding this, space. It fosters it yeah. because it's back in the day when we were younger, it was more like, again, I think that I have been very honest about my slutty youth. And it was like, if you're pissed at me, I don't care. A dick down the street, he'll like me. But at that time, that was my bad self-esteem and I wasn't looking for Mr. Right. It was just like, fuck me. Right. I, that's when I had my power was fucking people, which gives you your own trauma. But in today's day and age, it's staggering to me. It blows my mind. You would think with the awakening that we have with the knowledge. And everybody the, wanting to go to therapy, everybody uh, wanting to get better, everybody wanting to address their things. New things coming out like <sighs> somatica breathing to oming to... All these things out there are different ways of growing our our knowledge, our experiences. And we're fucking stuck with online dating. Yeah. Yeah. It's... It, oh. I know. Like, I know. it just... I'm... So, I... Yeah. I don't know. I don't... I, I was And you can't date at work anymore. Like, Well, I married mine. My, my <laughs> I know. I married mine from work. It, I will say that doesn't normally work out. I'm not an advocate. I'm not, like... Generally, you don't shit. Oh, I lived eat. with my one of my boyfriends. I lived with for four years was from work. We literally okay. got married without telling our bosses. Like people thought they knew that we were dating, 
But then we were like, boom, we're married. Because there wasn't anything. We didn't, A, we didn't have a fucking employee manual. <laughs> B, like we both were the higher ups in our professions. We didn't right. work in the same spot. Right, so he's so out in the mm-hmm. shop and I'm running the office type of. But yeah, we even hit it from people because it is frowned upon, which is, you spend so much time with people at work. It's so hard not to fucking develop sometimes develop relationships that way. I had five work husbands at my last one. I just happened to be married to one of them. You know what I mean? It's, it's a sad state of affairs to me, this whole online dating thing. Like it definitely doesn't give me any hope at all for so many people. And I just well, want to just, know because so, people want that though. We were reading earlier before we started the episode, it comes down to what is your intent? What are you out there looking for? Are you looking for Mr. Forever? Or Mr. Right Now? If you're looking for forever, realize you're not going to find him literally tomorrow. It's going to take time. You're going to build it, nurture it. I will also say, mind the apps that you are on. True. If you are a monogamous person, don't venture into lifestyle apps. It's going to be awful for you. It's going to be awful for them. Not that it doesn't work out. Right. I'm not saying that it can't work out. I'm just going to say it's going to inspire a lot of harm in the beginning. Well, I think trying to figure it out. And, and it, you're right. It's kind of stay in your lane. Yeah. Tinder is a hookup app. Bumble is a dating app. Hinge is a dating app. There are a lot of apps out there where you pay a little money. Match has an app out there. eHarmony still is out there. Those are apps that personality tests to where you paired up with people that have like features, which is something that I had to learn. Tinder is about looks. eHarmony is about personalities. So when I started this episode, I pointed out that I didn't believe in paying for apps. I do believe in paying for apps now. I do believe putting a little bit of energy into it. What I don't believe is putting long-term. Don't buy a year. Sure. Don't go in for a year. Go in for a tester. See if you like how it interacts. How the see, app works. See how it interacts with your personality and intent. Like yeah. we were talking about. I need the apps to get better too. Not that I've had a lot of experience again, but Field was amazing and I really liked all of the like-minded people. Also for other lifestyle people out there, there is a swap finder dot com the open relationship club.com and there's fat life i'm not gonna get down with any of the cheating ones i don't fucking prescribe to that like no, come not, correct not okay website. cupid is also a lifestyle thing. cupid is actually a pretty good dating site too it really does get you a mixture of people be honest put in your profile that you're looking for monogamy yeah you know well that's the whole thing right is you don't want to overshare like you don't want to do jenna on a first date be like bam this is me i don't know how that shit worked out for me to be honest (laughs) because i look back at that date and i was like oh my god i was a fucking lunatic most of the relationships that i had formulated within 10 years were like-minded people And it was a pretty vetted group of people. If I met somebody that I was interested with, there was always somebody that I could check with to make sure whether I had my standard trusted people that have been in this stuff for a long time. So going out onto a dating app, you just think that you're going to find all the same like-minded people. That was the specific thing about Field was open relationships and all the things. Well, people do get on there because people want to be third parties. That's sometimes what people are looking for. They're very open and honest on that thing too, about what they're looking for. Be very honest about what you think you can handle, what you're looking for type of thing. I'm going to bring into the fact that we're just hitting the surface. We can dive deep and put rules out there and everything. 
I want I want our fucking listeners to tell us the highs and the lows. Yeah. I don't want to just low it. I want yeah. some highs in there too. I want well, to know I that had, people have been successful. Well, I like I have been, obviously. I met my partner on on FetLife. Well, actually, he solicited me on FetLife, and we were going to have wonderful sex within the play life. And then that play led to more play, and more play led to having feelings for each other and trying to have a relationship together. I really appreciate FetLife as my springboard. Yeah. My theory of Fet Life is that it's more of a social media for like-minded players, people mm-hmm. in the lifestyle, versus me being on Facebook going, hey, I'm into BDSM. So it's my area to talk about BDSM. Well, yeah, it's like, yeah. it's your own church. Yeah. Yeah. I will say I was really proud of myself when I was on field or going into field just on my own. It wasn't a partner thing with my husband, although I did make it very clear that I had a picture of him. He was like, I think the fourth or fifth picture in there because I don't want people to think that I'm bullshitting. I had a couple or a guy that was part of a couple on field reach out to me and they were brand spanking new. And I was like, nope. Yeah. And he was like, I don't understand. And I was like, well, your growth cannot come at my expense. Like, right. I've already been through this. And he was like, well, right. But you had to start somewhere. Why is that fair? And I was like, well, because I have already been used in that way. And I know how shitty that is. And I'm not doing this again. Literally came back at me again. And he was like, but my wife and I are so interested in you, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, well, I've already laid down my boundary. And you're not listening. And I pointed out that you're not listening. I said that you guys are amazing. I think that you guys are a great couple, but I feel like your best bet is to do some around town stuff, get into the groups, have some experiences. And then what you're asking for, which is basically a triad and you have no backstory. And I have 10 years. I'm not doing this with you. Right. And then he came back again and I had to block and it made me feel like shit. But at the same time, I was like, no, here are my boundaries. And then my boyfriend didn't have any experience with it, but at least it was like one. Oh, yeah. Did I tell you about his voice? It was so (laughs) amazing. With that said, I do want to get back to the basics on online dating. Okay. Be honest. Yes. Don't catfish. Put who you really are out there. Yes. With the picture. Yes. And, And the content. Don't overshare. Don't overshare unless you're John. No, even our Sarah overshares. Don't expect Mr. Right to be right there. Or Mrs. There. Right. Or Mrs. Right. You're correct. Or don't them, right? The, <laughs> don't expect the person that answers your thing to be your final. Give them an opportunity to show you that they're your final or not in time. I would like to add, keep your personal information, like where you live, what you do, how to reach you. I feel oh, like my God, keeping that's a good point. that is very private so my, until you get to know them. My best friend had just come out of a 22-year marriage, mm-hmm. and I was the second person he talked to on a dating app, which was Tinder. And we started talking, and he had our unique messages, too. So we'll add yes, that to our list. definitely. Unique. Don't say, hey, what are you doing or what are you wearing? It doesn't work. Come up with your pussy. <laughs> read their profile and see yeah. if there's anything in there you resonate with. I love that part. He came up with the fact that we both had audibles and he asked me, what book are you listening to? I will always remember what he said to me. Yeah, I feel like it's really important. Yeah, you have to yeah. be be your most authentic self. Right. But be guarded. Yes. Because I was going to come back to what you had did. Within two days, I knew his net worth. That's I knew his location. Good. Yeah, not good. And I... 
I became his coach. He he teases me now. He goes, "You were my online dating coach because I you were because you guys didn't work out. We did, so we, we did work out. Him, right? We did work out, but we were at two different parts in life. Sure, sure. Listen to your damn gut. Always meet in public. Yes. The, the time from when you start talking to when you meet to a minimum. I would again. Mine worked out at two weeks. I'm really nervous when I meet people, especially coming out of the lifestyle where I could go to literally anybody and have this person vetted if I didn't know them. Going into a dating app where I, it's fucking the wild, wild west. I don't know these people. They could be catfishing. They could be lying. They could be trying to murder me. They could be horrible, horrible people. Understand where you're coming from. Right. And then put those practices and then tell people play. where you're at going. At least tell somebody or at least put it somewhere. Oh, my God. No, I always, so that date with my boyfriend, my husband got his phone number and he got his name and he got his address. I wasn't even going to his address, but I was like, I need all these things. Yes. Because I'm not trying to be murdered out here. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to be murdered. So that's a big thing. So I liked meeting in, in middle ground, let's say Northeast Portland, and they lived in Southeast. Yes. Meet in the middle. Like you guys should make the effort. I've heard horror stories of men dating women and they're like, I need cab money. Anybody that asks you for money or donations is like a red flag. Requesting specific photographs could be a red flag. flag. Be very cautious of minors using the platform. And I am sorry, but this day and age, you need to ask for a fucking photo ID. Well, now there's a lot of websites that do verification. Pay attention to the website you're on. And if they have have the verification check mark, then you can lean towards them more than somebody that isn't. Okay. And be aware of that. Because I know that... Tinder, you can get verified. I know Bumble, you can get verified. FetLife, you can get verified. So just do your due diligence. Sure. Give somebody your location. I I know men and women do this. They're like, I'm going to text you in 20 minutes and you need to call with an emergency. Like, have an out. But also, be brave enough in your gut to fucking say something like that. Listen, this is how I coach my clients to, like, end dates, Right especially men, they uh, long-term relationship men. Well, I guess women too. Anytime that you're in a long-term and you come out and the dating world is, oh my God, I don't know what to do. I had a client that was like, I am such a nice guy. I don't know how to not continue to see them when I don't like them. And I was like, that is awful. (laughs) I was like something like, I had a really lovely time. I don't necessarily have those feelings for you. I really like you and connect you as a person. If you want to remain friends, that's fine. But really, I feel like I would be wasting your time. Well, yeah, be honest. Wasting my time because I don't think that we're on the same path. So it doesn't have to be like a you're a this or you're a that. Just ghosting them. Don't ghost them. Don't ghost. You fucking pussies. Don't Don't fucking ghost. ghost. Just be honest and... I have had a guy that I turned down and I was intimidated, I should say. And he was like, well, for growth, which is amazing. Right. He's like, could you tell me maybe what it was? Just be honest. It could just be something like I just... I could not actually tell you exactly. It just, my gut was saying, we're not on the same path. I went on a date with a guy when I was trying to date again. I had done the awakenings and then figured out what I wanted. Put myself back out there on Tinder. Got myself off of the fling site. Put myself on Tinder because I thought that was the best site for me. Tinder's probably not the best site to be on, but it wasn't a thing. was just coming out. Yeah, we're talking. And okay, Cupid. days. I heard sketchy things, but now I heard it's better. So I was going with Old Faithful. So I went back on on Tinder. 
I was on Tinder and I met my best friend. Now I bring him up because we came into this meeting each other online in two separate points in our life. I was looking for an LTR, yeah, long-term relationship. He was looking to fuck 100 women. That's right. <laughs> okay. That's right. Actually, that's taste. Right. His words were taste. taste my word was, was fuck. But that's yes, okay. sure. And I bring that up because we were coming at it two different points in our life. I wasn't going to project my LTR point of view on him. Yeah. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with them. Look, I know you don't want an LTR. I don't think this is a fit. Yeah. You know? No, I think you have to advocate for yourself yeah. in so many ways. Just don't feed into the bullshit either. It's so hard not to take things personally. We are so driven in this society by books. That's what all these apps are. It's, oh, she's hot. Oh, he's hot. Oh, they're hot. Blah, blah, hot blah, or not. Blah. Remember that? Hot or not. <laughs> God damn them for starting this whole culture. <laughs> I know, right? But it's, yeah, you know, at the end of the day, anybody can get rejected for their looks. I went on a date once. I met the guy within the right print following all the rules. We met at our pub. We had drinks. We shared tater tots. We shared stories. We talked. There was nothing between us. And we knew it. Both of us. You could look in each other's eyes and know, I don't even think we can be friends. That's how nothing yeah. It was like we said goodbye, have a nice night, and never text each other again. The point is, is, like, you don't have to be a dick about it. Right. And you know what? I like, I am one of those women that I go Dutch. I am not, I have met plenty of women in my life which just irritate the shit out of me. And I'm sure there's men like this too, but it's girls gotta eat. So I'm just gonna go on Tinder and I'm gonna go have a date. I'm gonna have this man pay for my dinner. That's fucking disgusting. Don't do that. Don't use people. Just don't use people. You wouldn't like it if that happened to you. And I've had plenty of guy friends are like, oh, yeah, no, literally. How's your date, buddy? How'd it go? I'm so excited for you. You were so excited. And he was like, oh, no, just use me for a meal. No. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I have no expectations from any dates, man or woman. I'm going Dutch. Here's my theory on that. And if I, they I agree. Exist, that's one thing. Right. I like, still don't. I still generally don't do it. Okay. Don't assume he's going to pay for it and don't assume she's going to pay her half. I've heard a lot of people are like, whoever initiated the date should pay for it. Should pay for it. I don't get down with that. I never assume. Don't right. assume. Don't so assume. If you as a person invite me to a date, I am going to pay for my half. That is my intention. If I couldn't, I wouldn't go on the date. That was my rule yes. of thumb. For me, for my personal. thousand percent. Have your own ass. Make sure that you are coming correct. And, and if they insist, home. yes, and that you can fucking get home. And if they insist, it's fine. Then be graceful Be about gracious. It. Say thank you. Even if it's not a thing. Do not feel guilty if they insist. Don't guilt yourself into another date if that's not a thing. Right. And that is actually a thing that I will like, no, 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 no. I really appreciate it. But there's nothing here for me. I don't feel like becoming a story for you. Not that they can't still go home and tell their homies or their you know, Hey, I went women, on a date with the orgasmic terrorist. <laughs> you should be so lucky. Yes. I just think we are all so ingrained in society right now. We all live in this world of no. But the guy that... Gave the name, technically. Orgasmic terrorist. He lives five hours north of here. Yeah. But because of the way his life is structured, he goes, you put the energy into coming up here, which was a no for me. Normally is a no because we had such great conversation and I was in that dick mode. I said, okay, I'll put the five hours. He goes, I will get the room. 
Yeah. We'll meet in public, but I will get you your own room. Thousand percent. And I will pay for our meals. I think and that's fair. But that was a discussion that, that was had. Right. We had the conversation. You know, like, I think that that's, and even in, I, I don't even want to just do this down to dating. Like, yeah. my husband and I take each other out to eat. My boyfriend and I take each other out to eat. I might get the groceries for them to cook me dinner. Yeah, oh, they my might partner do and I do too. He'll put the gas in the car. I'll buy the food. Right. Or we're not in a society yeah. anymore where men can just afford everything or right. women can just afford. No one can just afford shit. Hardly anymore. Right. So don't be a fucking meal whore. That's what gives everybody a bad name, right? I'm a motorcycle rider. You see one jackass on a fucking street bike out there. And you're like, you've just, you've literally been a dick in front of all these people in traffic. And now all their thoughts are all motorcyclists are like that. Right. You can find that in any division that you're going in. Right. Don't do that. If you want to just smash people, you can just say, I want to fuck. There's so many people out there right now that just want to fuck. There are websites for that. There are websites for that. There's everything for that. Okay. We feel, do we feel good about this? I just, as long as you tell us your stories, we'll write us a story. One of your favorite. Oh my God. Um, let us share. Yeah. Tell us we can share it online. Yes. And this we'll do a spotlight yeah, on this. one of, on some bad dates. I'd like to hear some good ones though. Cause I think we all need the happy yeah. go lucky stories too. And then tell us your tips and tricks. Right. And tricks. I want to know some tricks. Yeah. (laughs) Not dating. I want to know tricks because, like I said, I've been doing this since... (laughs) 20 plus years. Yeah, 20 plus years. There are great stories out there. I have some great stories. I met many good friends. I... Be open. Yeah, be open. Because you build your community, too. Yeah. Just because they're not somebody that you could see a future with... In bed, maybe it's a future with in your heart and spirit. Like my best friend, I wouldn't trade him in for anybody. Yeah. He's a corny, wonderful man. I love him to death. I love his brain. I love you too. We're using you a lot today. (laughs) Because he's a great story. He's a good example. Yeah, he is. And there's so many wonderful things out there that you can find in a person. Maybe is not your LTR. Right. Or maybe it's the LTR that you didn't envision. It's not a fairy tale story. Keep your mind open and be kind to each other. I think so. I think that's the biggest thing. We all need that so bad right now. So what are we going to say? Go be good humans. Go be good humans, my loves. Hi, guys. Thanks for listening and supporting our podcast. You can listen to us on Spotify and iTunes and, of course, on our website at orgasmictourist.com. Please don't forget to help us out by sharing our podcast and leaving a five-star review. As always, you can send us an email with your questions and comments to orgasmictourist at gmail.com.